This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 58. Today, we're talking about strategic planning and the value of applying a polarity lens. Applying a polarity lens helps leaders ask the right questions, leverage organizational tensions, and prevents unintended consequences. So stay tuned. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Well, hello, everybody. It's Tracy and Michelle. Welcome back. Here we are. Doing this again. (laughs) Yeah. Having lots of fun. Hope you are too, and hope you're enjoying listening to us. Yes. Yeah, today. Oh, like today is right up my alley, Michelle. I know. This is my thing, planning, right? And we're going to talk about strategic planning today. Tracy loves to plan. I do. I do. I like planning. I like mapping everything out in front of me and seeing how the pieces fit together. And I do like that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure many of our listeners as healthcare leaders have experienced some form of strategic planning, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that opportunity to document everything down, establish that direction for your organization. I think it could be quite energizing if you approach it in the right manner, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a dynamic tension that sits between where you are and where you want to go. That's right. right. And so I I, <clears throat> I think when you can mm-hmm. leverage that tension and lay out your action steps, which is what this is about, right, then you know how you're going to get there. And it's an opportunity to step back and think about what is the mission? Are we serving the mission? What is our vision? Where do we want to go? And what are our values, our principles, right, that drive us, drive our behavior and our expectations in our organization? And then, you know, over the long haul, what are our long-term goals that we're trying to achieve here? And uh, I think when you can step back and assess that, get clear on those things, you know, revalidate them, um, then you can really get into where we going and how we're going to get there, right? Yeah. And have you ever looked back at strategic plans like way in the past, and then you really can appreciate that continued evolution of moving forward, knowing where you're going. Yeah. Well, and sometimes where you're going changes. Yeah. And that's okay, right? So it's not about being rigid in the plan, but it's really taking Mm -hmm. into consideration a lot of different things. And, you know, you can gas up the car and get in it, (laughs) but if you don't know where you're really going, right, you're just going to wander around the old United States. (laughs) 
<laughs> going around in circles. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. you know, uh, Yogi Berra said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. <laughs> that's right. Right? And that's not what we want mm. to have happen, right? And especially in our organizations these days. So I think it's just really, um, just really important to take stock, and it's a great process. It is. So every organization has or should have a strategic plan. And, um, you know, we can speak from a lot of experience with strategic planning, and we know all of our listeners have their experience as well. And uh, we've had experience with healthcare organizations, right? Actual mm-hmm. healthcare systems as they look at their strategic plans. We actually have requested to see strategic plans because that tells us a lot about the organization and how balanced or unbalanced they are. Um, And we've worked for global companies that have strategic plans. So all kinds of organizations, our company, Missing Logic, we have a strategic plan and uh, we stay 100% focused on our progress throughout the year and again, revisit it. So it's really part of a normal process Mm -hmm. of planning strategically. It's your roadmap. It's your roadmap. It's your roadmap. Um, and then um, also uh, what we really like to do with our experience with polarities is to look at things, the plans through a polarity lens, you know, how well we do that at Missing Logic. I know, Tracy, when I was president of the National Academies of Practice, or NAP as we like to call it, um, we had done strategic planning and then we applied to a professional organization, a polarity lens. And it really made a difference to our whole planning process. Um just to give a couple of different examples, um, for example, with NAP membership, we looked at our strategic plan through a recruitment and a retention lens, right? Mm-hmm. That we're looking at both. Uh, and so that's just one quick example, but it really helps. Sure, sure. And, you know, that some of our listeners may not have been through strategic planning processes, and so we thought maybe we'd just kind of give an example, mm-hmm. kind of walk through some of the things that occur during the process, some of the steps that organizations will take. Um, sometimes, you know, they'll start with kind of just an overall market or industry insights, like what's happening externally, uh, you know, that may impact us as we go forward. Um also, they'll do like a SWOT analysis, kind of a strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats. They'll look at things internally as well as externally. Um, define or refine the mm-hmm. mission, um, the vision, kind of why are we here, why do we exist, um, and what makes us different. And then um, also, of course, the goal setting, yeah. right? Based on where you want to go, all these other uh, components, you can kind of say, okay, here's our vision, now here's our goals. And kind of really setting out those goals um, and the specific outcomes that you really want to achieve. And um, and then, of course, you have to lay out the action steps as well, right? So what yeah. are the actions yeah. going to be to get us to the goals? That's right. And uh, and then you can drill down into very specific objectives and metrics and set like smart goals, you know, so smart being specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time referenced. And then, you know, we're disciples of Michael Hyatt <laughs> and we've learned about smarter goals, mm-hmm. adding an ER to that, which um, makes it also the last are exciting and relevant 
which kind of speaks to we us. We like right? those goals. Exactly. We want exciting goals, right? And yes. things that are relevant to to um, where our business is and where we are, right, in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, of course, then comes the implementation component. How are we going to implement this plan? What resources do we need? What's the budget need to be? All those kinds of things. So those are just really kind of the major components. And they can look different in each organization. It just depends on, you know who the leadership is, what your focus is, but they're kind of basic but in general, components. That's, yeah. that's the basic steps. Yeah, basic yeah. stuff that's going to happen. So the challenges for healthcare leaders and executives out there is all the multiple priorities you do have on your plate, right? And how are you going to fit them all into a strategic plan? Yeah, well, and all the external drivers, the internal drivers, right? Yes. It creates all those priorities. Right, right. It's hard to discern. And the thing that you need to be cautious about is not to be unipolar in your approach with those priorities. Um and, you know, Tracy and I, in our first episode, we explained the analogy of breathing for polarities, right? You need both. You need to inhale, you need to exhale. And a very common polarity in strategic planning that can get unipolar is over-focusing on patient satisfaction and not having clinicians on the strategic plan, right? Their satisfaction. Their mm-hmm. satisfaction. So, um, you know, it's as crazy as in a boardroom, and a CEO or a board member saying, all we're going to focus on this year in our strategic plan is inhaling. That's it. And we know that doesn't make any sense. So when you look at what your strategies are, you just kind of put on what's the other side of that we, that we need to be thinking about as well, because it will have unintended consequences if you don't. The other challenge is changing leadership roles, right? You can be going down a stri- strategic priority planning process. And if there's a change at the top in leadership, then things change, the right? Whole strategy the whole can strategy change. can change. And uh, a lot of instability can start to happen. And another one that we experience today is with all the consolidations in the healthcare systems, a lot of the mergers, you know, you could be an independent hospital with your own strategic plan. And now it all needs to be re-looked at because you're moving into having to manage a global strategic plan along with your local one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another polarity to manage, yes, right? A local, how the, the local environment actualizes a strategic plan that's set at a much higher global level. Yeah. Right. So those, that can be very challenging for organizations, especially initially when they're yes. trying to fit into a system that they haven't been a part of. Right. right. And they still highly value who they were. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that could be a big challenge, you know. So the thing here is as we go through the process, what we want to focus on really in our conversation is really looking at this through a polarity lens so we can see the both and. So we can identify if we only have one pair, one yeah. of the pair, right, that right. are interdependent, that need each other. So as an example, you know, when you think about strategic planning and you think about the organization at large, one of the main polarities is continuity and transformation because you're trying to grow and evolve, right, and transform uh, your environment as an example or your organization. But at the same time, you need to have some kind of continuity, right? Some stability, if right. you want to think about it that way, is stability and change. Mm-hmm. And we're so heavy in change. 
right, right now uh, in healthcare. And so, you know, you want to make sure that you're not over-focusing all your efforts on the transforming. You're not doing anything in your plan to keep things stable, uh, the things that need to remain right. stable and have that continuity, right? So that's an example of kind of looking at the both and. And I think, too, another thing, we had a major aha. We were establishing our business and looking at the values of our business. And sometimes you can establish your values and they can be unipolar, right? Right. You can be just focused on margin or just focused on mission, right? And have that be your driving force and a principle in your business, and then you're setting yourself up, right, to fail over time because you really have to give attention to both. You know, um, and some other ones that we identified for our business were like productivity and relationships, mm-hmm. right, and individual and team. And when it came to communication, candor and diplomacy, right? So those are some things that we knew were high values, right? But we needed to have both and we needed to give attention to both uh, if we were going to really reach those sustainable outcomes, which the, this is what it's all about, Right. Right. So there's some key questions really to ask. And one is like, do any of our values have an interdependent pair? Is there another opposite side, what appears to be opposite, that really we need to pay attention to both? So that's just looking at your values and seeing what's in them and see if there's something missing. Yeah, something missing. Mm -hmm, That really should be included, that is connected to it in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing to think about too, when you're doing your strategic planning and you're thinking about, um, are you moving away from anything and towards anything? Because that can also be an indicator that you may have a a polarity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's that tension of this didn't go well, we've got to go over here and solve it. So step, step back and think about, could this be a polarity? Um, the other thing is if you have reoccurring issues. So this is the fourth or fifth time this has showed up in our strategic plan, <laughs> right? Then you know that this is a reoccurring issues and oftentimes reoccurring issues that you're not able to overcome or to, to address are typically polarity. So there's something there that you're missing, an interdependent pair that you're just, you haven't seen the whole picture yet. And that's why you haven't been successful with this maybe in the past in your strategy. It's actually kind of fun to do, I think. Yeah. To look at a strategic plan or look at values and then kind of put your polarity lens on and and with that intention. I think even having the intention to say, is there something connected to this that we aren't seeing that's really important we also mm-hmm. see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that it's that crux question, right? Yeah. Is this a problem, a polarity, or is it both? Both. Right. right? Yeah. And we know we've got a major problem in healthcare. Right, which is clinician well-being, you know, the burnout components, yeah. and we know that there's major national initiatives now saying we got to fix this, right? right. We got to address this, and as we've talked about, this is a problem. Burnout is a problem, but within it are a number of polarities. So when you're thinking strategically about how you're going to address this as an organization, you need to be looking for the both and. You need to be looking for the interdependent pairs that may show up. And especially, you know, when you do your your SWOT analysis, right? Strengths and weaknesses and opportunities and threats. Like you want to really be evaluating the whole of that and how you can move forward when it comes to this challenge with burnout. Um, The other thing, too, is there is an assessment. So one of the things um, that's really important, I think, in strategic planning is it's not just the leader's perspective. 
There needs to be engagement and a perspective of the clinicians, of yeah. the workers in the in the or you know in the organization in the environment um, to bring their perspective because they certainly see things differently than you do as a leader, right? right. They have a different yeah. view of the organization, and one of the ways you can do that when you apply a polarity lens is to use a polarity assessment. And the polarity assessment is a great way to engage in members of the organization, especially if you kind of have a sense of what polarities. Uh, you want to look at, right? Mm -hmm. If this is some of your pre-work before you get into strategic planning, you can uh, roll out an assessment and really get a sense of where you're sitting in these polarities, right? With mission margin as an example, how are, how's the whole organization experiencing this? And then, then you set your strategies and your action steps around the reality. And I think that's the key around the assessment. You're not guessing. You're not guessing. It brings the reality right to you. Everybody's perspective, Right. Um, combined into one holistic picture of the organization. And then that gives you, it kind of gives you your internal strengths and weaknesses, Mm -hmm. right? In relationship to these pairs that you need to be looking at. And it also, then you get that clear direction and actions action plan, right? So it all aligns. Right. And then the, the other component of this, which is really exciting, is that whole flexibility piece that we were talking about, Michelle, right? Like you need to be flexible. So you don't only assess it once, once you put your strategy into place, you can reassess and then you adjust your action steps and your strategies based on the results that you're getting. So you're constantly evolving, evaluating, rethinking, moving forward, strengthening action steps that are showing some success, letting go of things that aren't working and it's more real time and not like, let's look at this again next year, right? Like it's more real time uh, action yeah, the oriented. accuracy of it is so much better when you know where you are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we talked about a couple of things so far. Number one, just <clears throat> first of all, missing poles, right? Missing parts, but then also having a diagnostic tool to help you know exactly where you sit in those different tensions, mm-hmm. which can inform your strategic plan and your action steps and can be reassessed. How are we doing? You know, it's it can all be integrated right into the process. And um, there are, uh, you know, Tracy met, mentioned margin and mission, um, but there are crux polarities, we call them, that when you think about why we're here in healthcare, my gosh, we're here to deliver quality, excellent, safe patient care. There's going to be common ones across healthcare systems, healthcare organizations, such as focusing on the patient and the clinician. Um, also looking at that global local, again, as we see more and more systems popping up all over, that's a major one. Oh yes. And it's one that is a struggle and we've lived through that. We have, we have. And, um, also the continuity and transformation that Tracy mentioned, the stability and change. So those are just some big ones that are common to everyone. So think about those when you look at your strategic planning process, um, and then when you look at, yeah, okay, we have a national crisis. I hope that every strategic plan has something about avoiding clinician burnout in it. How are, what are we going to do in our organization? And we know a lot of systems have committed publicly through the National Academy of Medicine to do something about this. Um, there's other key considerations that we need to think about. And an example is, um, you know, it doesn't sit with one person. So as you look at your strategic plan and how you're going to address it, you could have a a point person, a chief wellness officer, someone designated, excuse me, someone designated to really lead it. 
but you also have to engage your whole team and you also have to engage all the clinicians in your organization to really tackle it and to be mm-hmm. part of the process of what are we doing about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then also looking at the system factors that are causing um, burnout, um, but also looking at the individual factors and what are we doing as an organization to help support both, mm-hmm. improving the system and improving individual factors well, and giving clinicians the opportunity to take ownership of those individual factors, because yes. some of those things are very much about personal growth and mm-hmm. development, right? And just providing opportunities for right. the staff to to own that part of this equation, right? Yeah. It's yep. not all just about the organization and the things the organization needs to change. It's a both and, and everybody has an accountability to that. Right, right. And then also, as pointed out in the NAM um report, it's also balancing job demands and job resources. So even having this new report and looking at a strategic plan through that lens can give you new insight that you didn't have before. Right, right. And I think that the the key thing here too is if we overemphasize one of these poles, right? If we know there's a if we know there's a pair and we overemphasize one, we're going to end up in the downside of that with negative consequences that we didn't intend to have. And if we don't recognize there's two, right? And we're over-focused because we're not seeing the interdependent pair. We're not seeing the whole picture. We're going to end up with negative unintended consequences. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You're like, you know, uh, blindsided by it, but really it's predictable. And so yeah. that's why this is so important. That's right. why we're talking about it today because this process and understanding the pairs and how they work is predictable. And so you can prevent those unintended consequences. That's right. And save time, money, and resources. Exactly. Exactly. Have a strategic plan that works. <laughs> Get you where you want to go, right? Another positive outcome, Michelle, of applying this polarity lens to strategic planning is uh, to build in course correction, right? Those yes. kind of mile markers, right? To stay on course, incorporate uh, national goals into the strategic the strategic planning it's hard process, to say, isn't it? It's, 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 yeah, <laughs> today it's just not flowing off of my tongue, but that's all right. That's all it right. Is. You guys are getting it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it is just having the flexibility. Yeah, adjusting, knowing what's working and what's not working. Like not waiting till mm-hmm. the end of next year to figure it out. Right? Is it working? Did we really get where we wanted to go? But to be monitoring on an ongoing basis and making changes. And being vigilant about it. Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, there are some negative outcomes um, if we have unipolar goals, right? If our strategic focus is unipolar, um, those goals will not be matter sustained. Um, You you may have some small success, but then it's going to drop off. Um, there's uh, new negative outcomes or crises emerge because you're not paying attention to the other pole. And then you have blind spots, right? Things that you've missed. And that can really be expensive. It can be. It can be very costly, both in time and resources and money, right? And then you also have missed opportunities, right? To be that leader, uh, to address um, kind of the bigger concerns, uh, national concerns, and really to be a part of, you know, the management, the leveraging of this and the solutions when Mm -hmm. solutions are called for. Yeah. 
So to wrap it up, we've got some teaching points we'd like you to walk away from in our today's episode. And um, number one is that polarities are everywhere and they are in every strategic plan, whether you know it or not. (laughs) So get those lens out and look at your strategic plan through a polarity lens. Uh, Another teaching point is that strategic planning through a polarity lens is proactive and provides guidance to goals and action steps that move into a virtuous cycle leading to sustainable positive outcomes versus sucking us down into the vicious cycle and not getting where we want to go. All that negativity, right? And unintended consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep moving forward towards that goal. Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, the problem of clinician burnout, and it is a problem, is associated with key crux polarities that can be leveraged in a strategic plan. So we can take what's happening nationally, very concerning, terrible data, and we can actually all make a difference as we look at integrating it into our strategic plan. Mm -hmm. And then using a polarity lens for strategic planning brings a predictability and built assessment of progress within the action plan for course correction. So again, it's a continuous process and it's a lot easier to manage it. Yeah, and when you build in that assessment process, right, knowing that at certain intervals you're going to yep. reevaluate this and you're getting the perspectives of the whole organization, it's just incredibly valuable, right? Yes. To keep you on track and keep you moving, you know, down the right road in the right direction or making a turn if that's what's called for. So, yeah. So, um, great lessons, right? Great teaching points. So, I hope that this has been helpful for everybody. Um, if you're interested in really learning more about how you can apply a polarity lens to your strategic plan, you can go out to uh, www.missinglogic.com and uh, sign up for an introductory conversation with us. And we'd be happy to walk you through the process and even help you maybe yeah. look at your current strategic plan. Uh, through a polarity lens. Yeah, we would be happy to do that. Thanks as always for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.